Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Good morning Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for a new day. We thank you for this opportunity to come to you. We thank you that you do not turn us away. We thank you that you bless us with health, with safety. We thank you, Father, that you bless us with this opportunity to receive from you so that we are continuously learning, so that we get to know more of you each day. As you reveal more and more of yourself to us, we are able to learn more of you and in learning more of you, learn to love you more, to come closer in that relationship that you seek to restore to turn away and move out of our life the darkness that is there, to replace it with your light, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with your peace, your joy, that you pour into our hearts and we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, those that will pray with the recording. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians who do not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their hearts, a revelation of your glory, your light, Father, that when that truth is revealed to them, they are set free from all bondage, from the yoke of the enemy, from all limitations, from all misconceptions. And all they see, they believe and then speak is only your truth. As we make our prayer, Father, we call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We come with that confidence, carrying all our prayer requests and all our concerns with this life, as well as those whom you have given us, Father, the ones that we lift up in our intercession, in our prayer. We call on the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am the one who is the preserver of men and whose hand is never short to redeem us. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the one who taught us faith, the one who is the rock, our refuge, on which our Christian faith and experience is built. The lion of Judah, the one who was, who is, and who is to come. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth and freedom the spirit of victory, the spirit of El Shaddai, the one who quickens us, the one who reveals the word to us, the one who makes it become real when we meditate on it, the one who grants us the grace to do according to that word, to be doers in faith, the one who has made his tabernacle within us and because he powers and strengthens us, he heals our backsliding, he pulls us out of the pit, and it is he who restores the spirit of the living God. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer to legally authorize you to step into our challenges in our difficult circumstances and take over. We thank you that you have blessed us, Father, with the gift of your word so that we are able to live on and by that truth and speak it 
knowing that heaven and earth shall pass away, but that truth, your word, shall not pass unless it is fulfilled. And you give us that power of life and death in our tongue. We thank you, Father. Today we herald the power in your word. We also plead the blood over everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. We plead the blood of Jesus over every prayer we make and every word we speak this day. We put on our, our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Father. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we herald the power in your word that you have given us, Father, the power on our tongue. As we speak your word from Isaiah 55, 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is our word that goes out of each of our mouths this day. And it will not return to us empty, we declare this, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it, in faith, in accordance with your will, Father, quoting your word in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Yesterday in our series on repentance, we reflected on what God the Father and God the Son, Jesus, does for us when we repent. <clears throat> Today, and all of that is sponsored and powered by the presence of the Holy Spirit who builds that conviction in us to rise up to repentance. Today, I'd like to touch on the importance of confession in repentance. But first, why repent? This is because the word says so. Acts 13 verse 19 says, Repent then and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. And so for restoration, repent. And why confess? Leviticus 5 verse 5 says, when anyone becomes aware that they are guilty in any of these matters, they must confess in what way they have sinned. So speaking is not only for declaration of prayer, but also acceptance of our mistakes and surrendering them to God. When we say life and death is in the power of our tongue, this speaking prevents that, that, that destruction from coming. Speaking of surrender, speaking of acceptance of our mistakes, and acknowledging God and surrendering them to him, knowing that he is faithful and he will forgive. We have seen that in these last two days. Now, there are two types of confession. The first one is confession to God, which is for the forgiveness of sins. We find a reference for that in 1 John 1 verse 9, which says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just 
and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And on the flip side, Proverbs 28 verse 13 says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. So they've given both sides there. The question for each of us is, will you hide it or will you confess it? Adam and Eve tried hiding their sin with leaves to cover themselves. They tried hiding behind trees and yet were seen. It is a choice we each must make. For nothing can be hidden from his all-seeing eye. And the other confession, the second one, is confession to men. So confession to God was the first one. Second is confession to men. This is for healing and for recovery. James 5 verse 16 says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. A confession is also a profession of faith leading us to be saved. That's what Romans 10 verse 10 tells us. Romans 10 verse 9 says, If we believe in our heart and then if we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then we shall be saved. So that should form the first part of our confession when we come to repentance. Acknowledging him if we have failed to acknowledge him. Acknowledge him first. That brings us under his protection. That is when he becomes our advocate. We've seen how powerful that advocacy can be because he takes our place. Just by you declaring his lordship over your life, confessing it. And the saving does not depend on our actions. Even though we have to initiate it through repentance and speaking, it does not depend on us. That saving is up to him. And it is his nature. The Bible says in Titus 3 verse 5 and 6. He saved us not because of any works of righteousness that we have done. But because of his own compassion and mercy. How did he save? It goes on to say by the cleansing of the new birth. The Amplified Version says spiritual transformation and regeneration. That is what that new birth means. And renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That cleansing, that renewing, that follows the repentance part in this cycle, the whole process of restoration takes place through the Spirit where we are renewed. And it is through his strength it is on his strength that we stand. So we are able to reject the habit of sin or the mistakes that we made in the past and not go back to those, which is why you see a lot of people are then freed from all kinds of limitations in their life. Many that were addicted to alcohol, to all kinds of sins against their own body or even otherwise. Those habits are broken 
because of that presence, that regeneration and transformation by the Holy Spirit. And that cannot come out of our own actions. There is no way we can merit or earn it. We can certainly initiate it because he gives us a free will. We have to express our will for him to bring about that transformation and take over. And that is where your repentance and confession come into the picture. By confessing, you are giving him permission. By repenting, you are surrendering and submitting and then allowing him. You are being still, knowing he is God and allowing him to bring about that renewal and to transform things within your life. So that mercy does not depend upon us. It is his compassion. The cleansing by the new birth in the spirit is salvation. So that becomes again a free gift. You came with repentance to say, I have messed up. He says, let me give you the free gift of an entry pass into the kingdom. Because you came. All we need to do is confess. Admit our mistakes. And surrender our vulnerability to him, trusting that he is faithful and merciful, ever willing to raise us up when we approach in humility and contrition. That is, in a contrite heart and brokenness. And at the bottom of it all, remembering, firstly, that he is our father, that that father loves us with an endless love, that he is faithful he will do what his word says. He will never go away from that word. And that everlasting love for us that he brings his mercy upon us. So he looks upon us with eyes of mercy. So when you remember these things, then that approach becomes easy. We can surrender our shame and we've seen what he did. We've seen that in Zechariah chapter 3, what he did to Joshua, the high priest. That is the whole process that he does with us as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that grace, that strength this day. For us to return, to make that decision, to return, to repent. And we ask for your renewal, your stirring up of your spirit in each of these lives so that when we are washed clean, when there is restoration and you fill us with your presence, connect us with your word, then rivers of living water flow out of each of these lives, Father. As they stand in the gap, knowing what you have done for them, they stand in the gap to do the same for others that those rivers of living water touched other lives, sparking a cry, a call for restoration, for renewal in the name of Jesus. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord, that we take our first step knowing that it does not end with us, but it continues. And as we pray for our own personal needs, for our spiritual edification, we also pray for our personal needs and those of our families, our friends, and every request that has been made on this prayer group, Father. 
for our physical and our temporal needs. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are troubled, that are facing separation or division of any kind. The enemy has sought to steal, kill and destroy from them. We pray in a special way for our children, Father. For our protection, the protection of our children. For your enlightenment in their lives. That your glory be revealed to each of these. That they are filled with your spirit. That they are able to discern wickedness from good. We condemn every form of wickedness that seeks to influence them in any way whatsoever. Anything seeking to introduce idolatry in their lives, to introduce sin, to introduce any kind of wickedness that will keep them away from you. We condemn it in the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke them. We cast them out of these lives now in the name that is above all names at which every knee must bow, the name of Jesus. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives as well. The spirit of addiction. Anything that seeks to keep your people yoked to the ground, Father, we come against it in the name of Jesus. The spirit of disobedience and rebellion as well. We come against it by the blood and we declare Judgment upon them by that blood that has won all victories. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Like I like you here to raise your own petition or the one that you are praying for. And we then make it our prayer of agreement and raise it together. Father, we come in agreement with each of these requests that we raise at your altar today. Believing in our hearts what your word says, that what we agree upon here is in accordance with Matthew 18, 19. That the Father in heaven will do that for us. We come in faith, Lord, and we release this, our prayer now, in the spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us. That you always hear us. And as we make this a prayer of agreement, releasing it in the spirit, we know that that prayer is made under an open heaven. That, that it reaches you and that you release your revelation for us. You grant us your wisdom for the next step ahead that we must take, that action that we must take in faith. That that faith comes full circle and there is manifestation of what we have prayed. In the physical. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to pray in the spirit. To release your tongue, your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ya <laughs> <laughs> 
The words that have been put on my heart this morning, the spirit of the Lord is upon you. He has come to reveal all to you. Open your hearts and minds to his presence. I am your Lord and God who reveals all. The scripture I've been given today is from 2 Corinthians 2, 9 to 11. For this is why I wrote that I might test you and know whether you are obedient in everything. Anyone whom you forgive, I also forgive. What I have forgiven, if I have forgiven anything, has been for your sake in the presence of Christ, 
to keep Satan from gaining the advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his designs. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat, which is a confirmation of one of the scriptures we used in the reflection today. This is from 1 John chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections and the ones that Brother Savio posts on our Telegram group and Facebook page, please also share those with the one God is pointing you to. Share it also with your family and your friends. Before we conclude, just a reminder on our Bible study session as well. For this Friday, it is a continuation, the third part of our series on changing the seen and shaping the unseen. Where we will continue to learn in depth about the unseen realm of the spirit and how to begin to look at things which are not seen with the natural eye. It is a powerful topic for those who want to live by faith and not by sight. It is, it is a topic that will help shape our Christian experience and our prayer life. So we shall share links for people to join on our Telegram. For people to join this meeting, we shall share those links on our Telegram group. Please share those with your family and friends. Invite as many people as you can to come and benefit from the knowledge, the wisdom that is being shared there. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless everyone. Shalom and God bless everyone.